Hi, I'm John Paul, and thank you for coming to my channel. Videos of all of the audios that are on this podcast are on my YouTube channel, uh, which is at John Paul Davis TTP. So uh, do take a look at that. There's also a couple of additional videos which haven't made it on as audios to this podcast as well, which you might find helpful or interesting. Uh, if you do like the YouTube channel, please do uh, subscribe. That would be amazing. Also, in terms of this podcast, uh, it'd be great if you could follow us, and you'll of course then be notified of any future episodes. Also, if you do like the podcast, if you could give it a rating or review, I'd be really grateful. That would be wonderful. And finally, just to say, if there's anything you want to discuss uh, following this podcast or anything you hear on any of the other podcasts as well, then please do, of course, get in contact with me via my website, www.thistrustedplace.co.uk. There should be a link to that on this podcast page. Thanks again for coming to the channel and I really hope you enjoy the episode. Hi, I'm John Paul and welcome to my channel. What I wanted to talk about today was the career change from lawyer to counsellor and psychotherapist. The reason for doing that is that um, I've had a number of people, lawyers actually, contacting me and asking me about the change in career. They're asking uh, roots in, what it was like, and they're giving, asking me for sort of general advice on it. And I thought I would just do this video to address the usual questions that seem to come up from people and also uh, just give some general observations about what the career change has been like. So starting at the beginning, a lot, something that people tend to ask a lot is about the different ways into a career in a sort of psychological world. We've probably all heard of psychiatrists, psychologists and psychologists and then counsellors and psychotherapists. Uh, as you will know, I chose the route of counsellor and psychotherapist. Uh, the reason I didn't go down the route of psychiatrist is that it is a, you have to do a medical degree and then a number of years on top of that. So, you know, my training, I did an undergraduate degree in business management and then converted to be a lawyer. So I'd already done a lot of years uh, in, in universities, law school, um, doing my training. So the idea of retraining as a doctor was a bit much for me. So, uh, you know, psychiatrists are the only ones that can um, diagnose and also prescribe medication. Uh, but as I say, it wasn't a route that um, at this stage of my life was something I wanted to go down. I wanted to work in private practice uh, for myself. So, and I could do that with a counselling and psychotherapy qualification. Um, psychologists, it's not really a career that I know much about. A few people have asked me about it since. Uh, I mean, as far as I know, you have to do a I mean, there's a number of people that do an undergraduate degree in psychology um, and can then practice as psychologists. Maybe they need another but qualification as well. I'm not sure. As you can tell, it's not really an area that, um, that I know much about. There are a few psychologists that work in private practice around here. I think their rates are actually higher than counsellors and psychotherapists. As far as I know, it's a more sort of medical or, or scientific uh, course. Um, but... As I say, not not really something I researched at the time. I think the career opportunities for psychologists, you know, clinical psychologists, forensic psychologists, the sort of employment opportunities would probably be greater than they would be for counsellors and psychotherapists. But if anybody's listening to this that knows a bit more about psychology and uh, that route, then please do comment underneath and provide a link or whatever that might be. Actually, I am below this going to put a link to a Guardian article which distinguishes between psychiatry, psychology, counselling and psychotherapy and the different routes. So hopefully that's going to be helpful. Um, and then there's the route I went down, counsellor and psychotherapist, which is 
for a counselling and psychotherapy diploma that you have to do a year foundation course, again, part-time, followed by a four-year part-time diploma in counselling and psychotherapy. You can qualify more quickly as a counsellor, as far as I know, I think maybe three-year, between three and five years part-time. A psychotherapy qualification is longer. Um, You know, the the, idea goes into more depth in terms of the theory. Uh, So I chose to do that. The place that I wanted to study at did a counselling and psychotherapy diploma. Uh, So that's what I did. And as I say, that's uh, five years effectively part-time. So I just mentioned that where I did it, which was a place called CCPE. Uh, some people have asked me, is there a difference between doing it at a university? Round here, there's Roehampton, I think, Kingston, various universities that do uh, a, a, the diploma, if they would call it a diploma. Um, and uh, and I chose CCPE, which isn't a university uh, in, in Little Venice. From what I've seen as far as discussions with peers and I'm in a you know local networking group uh, for counsellors and psychotherapists and I'm not sure where anybody studied it doesn't seem to make a difference whether it is at a university or whether it is at uh, somewhere other than a university so I just think there I would choose the place that uh, suits you more practically and also has the course content that you like and that you're interested in course content is is another thing because there's so many different schools of psychotherapy you know psychoanalytic existential humanistic cognitive behavioral therapy um so many and i did a a, a course at a transpersonal college but it was an integrative course transpersonal has a spiritual focus uh, as well but as i say it was an integrative college which meant it integrated all of the schools or the main schools of psychotherapy into that course you know it's five years of a course so you can take in a lot of different theories quite a lot of content and as far as choosing the course i would suggest that you do an integrative one uh you get a range of theory then because there are certain things that will suit your personality the way you like to work the way you see things and also uh, your clients if you do in go ahead and then actually set up a private practice if that's what you do just a few things that people have, have mentioned is the length of time does put some people off so as I say the diploma and the foundation year you know all in all was five years and I think people's worry there, particularly going from a career like law to one in as a, as a therapist in private practice, if that's what you're choosing to do, is how do you get from a high-paying career to one uh, setting up a practice where you have a sufficient income to live? And it is a you know it's a problem for a, a lot of people. I think uh, because it's all privately funded, you've got the course fees, you've got to pay for therapy. Um, and you you might need to take some time off work or go part time in order to complete the course qualification. So uh, that has meant that it's a p- people probably from a particular socioeconomic group that have been able to qualify as counsellors and psychotherapists. So it means a not particularly diverse group of people practicing at the moment. That doesn't mean that people aren't absolutely great therapists, but uh, it has led to a, probably a lack of diversity as far as um, people that can carry out the qualification. Uh, but but the reason for the five years is not just um, all of the content that's taught. It's also because that process, uh, uh, there is a process of personal development that you go through. And that's probably as important as anything that you learn from a um, from a theory point of view. You know, you have your own therapy uh, for the diploma. You had to have that. 
Um, so over the course of five, four years, there's group therapy for a period. I think it was during my, the third year of my course. You start placements. Um, so you sit down uh, and on voluntary placements with your first clients and work with them. And then you have supervision on that. And going, all going through that process, you're going through your own personal development process as well. Um, my course was uh, Thursday evenings, but also about five or six weekends a year too. And those weekends weren't about necessarily theory. There was a little bit of theory that would have been taught on them. But most of it was being in a room on the Saturday and Sunday with a small group of other therapists looking at your own material, you know, mapping your own internal landscape, really, looking at how you relate to others, how other people relate to you and experience you. And I think from the point of view of being a therapist, that's probably the most important thing you can be you can be doing. So and that does happen over a period of time. It's not really something that can be rushed. Um, so I do understand the need and want to qualify more quickly so that you can start up that practice. But there's also some really important reasons why you have to give it a, a period of time. Just as an aside on that, I suppose, I in the third year of my diploma, CCPE, where I went, they did allow you to start seeing private clients and to charge private clients uh, for that. They limited um, the amount that you could charge an hour, and that went up a little bit in the fourth year as well. But because I was able to do that, I set up a website. Some therapists don't have websites, but uh, lots do, and it's quite important now, particularly in terms of younger clients, to have a website and sort of a social media presence. And those things I was able to start doing in that third year. So it's not that you there's nothing you can do in those five years as far as setting up your private practice. So I had a number of private clients in the third year. That was growing in the fourth year. I would get referrals as well from CCPE. Uh, because they run a counselling service too, so they would refer low-cost referrals to me. So I was able to hit the ground running, so to speak, uh, when I'd qualified. Um, but, uh, you know, it is it is a difficult thing, that transition. Uh, some people go part-time. I mean, the course is only part-time, so you can work a full-time job and do it. But some people do go, say, work three or four days a week to give them a bit more time to do the essays, to, to, to complete the course requirements because the quicker you complete the course requirements at the end of the diploma the quicker you can get your accreditation and therefore get on the directories which is one of the ways that people find their find their clients so you know if you're thinking about the career now I would really be thinking about how you're going to fund it over that period uh, if you can go part-time I think that's ideal uh, you know but saving up for the fees those kind of things is uh, really something to be uh, that you can be thinking about now and planning for now um, as far as, again, t t talking to lawyers, there can be um, a sense that they have that uh, they're going from one career to another and it's been a waste, really, training in the law. I would say that that's absolutely not been my experience of things at all. Um, people do say to me, gosh, they're such different careers, going from lawyer to therapist. But, uh, you know, I would see, I suppose, the lawyer has been very left-brain in terms of sort of logical, cognitive, that, and then uh, therapist requiring a bit more of the sort of right brain, the more emotional, creative, those those sides. But uh, to be able to combine the two, you know, to go into and set up a private practice uh, uh, using the skills that you developed as a lawyer, there's lots of things there that can be incredibly helpful, you know, experiencing boundaries. There are things that need to be complied with. There's data protection. I have a framework agreement. I agree with clients. Uh, so, 
just that sort of, you know, communication skills, the organisational skills, the planning, those things which have been very helpful during a legal career can be really helpful in developing a private practice too. You know, even lawyers, they have to distill a lot of um, complicated legal information into a form that's understandable and relatable, accessible to by somebody who's not in that industry. And again, that sort of skill can be very helpful in um, in therapy too. So there is nothing wasted uh, in terms of having done a, a previous career from in, in my experience. Another thing is that um, once you qualify, you can choose to do the thing that you want to do or the thing that you're most interested in as far as the therapy that you practice. Uh, as I've said, there are integrative courses, so they teach a range of um, different types of schools. And then once you qualify, you can really use those ones that uh, you think are most helpful to you and are going to be to your clients. You also uh, have to do professional development afterwards. So I think it's 40 to 50 hours a year of, um, you know, reinforcing skills, learning new skills, about new theories, new ways of doing things. And I think that's an amazing thing about the the career, actually, is the range of schools and uh, new things that you can be learning all the time. The, The sort of therapy that I base my book on and uh, would use quite a lot. The sort of paradigm that I use with clients is something called compassion-focused therapy, which wasn't actually taught on my course. It was something I read about since. So it's it's just such an interesting and varied uh, career. Um, and is you know every day you're learning something new, whether that's with the client work as well. You know, learning new things about yourself, learning new things about other people. Um, Sometimes people say as well, uh, you know, if they don't go ahead and do the private practice, it will be years of training that have been wasted. And I would disagree with that, too, because, uh, as I said earlier, one of the most important things about the course is that it's a huge personal development thing. Um, Sitting in a room, looking at how you work, looking at how other people work, whether you use that in private practice with clients to, you know, for, for an income or whether that's just something that helps you in relationship with yourself and other people for the rest of your life. You know, those th- both of those things are, 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 are a value. So I don't know anybody um, that uh, finished the course that I did that, that regrets it and wish they hadn't done it. People make good friends generally. So lots of great things about the career. I really would encourage you if it's something that's coming forward in you to look into it and investigate it to, you know, spend an amount of time doing a foundation year is never going to be a waste of time or money as far as I'm concerned. It's always, as I say, it's that process of finding out about yourself and other people, which is invaluable, whatever you do, whatever career you choose to do. And just the last thing to say about the career as well I went into private practice and I see adults as I say on a one-to-one basis you can see uh, you know there's people who carried on and did child and adolescent qualification of course couples counsellors it's hugely uh, in demand at the and particularly at the moment as well uh, you can supervise other therapists after a certain period of time of course you can teach or you can do all of those things. So, you know, you could teach on one day, you can be employed in a school as their school counsellor another day, see children and adolescent the following afternoon. Um, I also do some media work now, so lots of media want input from therapists on various different areas. So that's another thing that you can be doing. So it's a very varied career, it's a very incredibly interesting career, and it's one in which you're always learning. So... 
I really hope uh, that's been helpful for you. As I say, I've posted a link uh, below this to an article that was produced in The Guardian doing a, a distinction between the various different ways in. If some, anybody wants to add anything or make any comments below the video, please do. Uh, but generally, if you're thinking about it as a job, I think the impression you'll be getting from me is really to go ahead and look into it. Usually, if that's coming forward in you, it's something that's kind of pushing forward and um, I would listen to it and I would spend time with it and uh, I wish you all the best with it. If you do want to talk about it, talk about anything uh, that I've talked about in here or just ask me generally what the career change was like or any advice, then please do uh, contact me. My website is on a link on this YouTube channel. So do get in touch. And uh, if you are making the change, good luck with it. Take care.